Welcome back to the Beyond Rockets podcast. I'm your host, Clark Dunn. The Beyond Rockets podcast is a way for me to showcase and highlight some of the small business owners, entrepreneurs, and talented creatives here in the Rocket City that make Huntsville way more than just a Rocket City. If you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, you can subscribe wherever you listen. You can follow me on YouTube at Beyond Rockets, as well as Instagram at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date with new and exciting things happening in Huntsville, as well as new episodes as they are released. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Rockets. In this episode, I sit down and talk with a few of the brewery owners behind one of the newest restaurants and brewery concepts to come to Huntsville and Gunnersville, the Brewers Co-op. First off, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talking with me. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what your role here is at the Brewers Co-op? Absolutely. I'm Dan Perry. I am the uh, president of Straight to Ale and uh, Salty Nut. Uh, I'm Bo Hicks. I run Druid City Brewing down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. My name is Thomas Freudiger. I'm a manager here at the Brewers Cooperative in Stovehouse. So obviously we are here to talk about the the, the co-op in general, but I do want to talk a little bit about your background, Dan and Bo, because um, I think it plays a big, a pivotal part in kind of what the Brewers Co-op is. And it, in, we wouldn't be here talking about the Brewers Co-op if it wasn't for Straight to Ale and Druid City. So can you tell me a little bit about what your background is and kind of when you first started Straight to Ale and uh, Druid City? Yeah, uh, well, Straight to Ale... Uh, started about 15 years ago. I think we're officially on our 14th year. Uh, we've moved a couple locations. We've expanded. We've got right down the street. We've got the Campus 805 location. It's a full restaurant, uh, brewery, winery, distillery. Okay. Um, well, Druid City opened in Tuscaloosa uh, Black Friday of 2012. So we're coming up on our 10-year, and we're a quirky little mm-hmm. indie rock brewery that likes to be a little left of center and both just being kind of spunky and fun. And, you know, one of the things I think that made this well is at a Beer Fest or at a, the the brewery um, get-togethers mm-hmm. um, with the lobbying. Like, me and Dan always struck it off, and I always found a way to make him laugh. I always respect the beers they make, of course. Uh, monkey knot was one of my favorites <laughs> and so we became friends and then i think it just became sort of uh you know a synergy thing like why don't we work together we we have a strong brand you know i'm working my butt off down there <laughs> in a, a smaller place and so we found a way even before the co-op emerged to start working together to help raise you know cool factor in both huntsville you know gunnersville now and also tuscaloosa so it was something that it came to us naturally like we get along we merge we want to support our communities and we want to be a part of that yeah because i i remember reading the article i think it's like in 2019 december of 2019 y'all actually officially merged the two mm-hmm. um at, where does the timing kind of fall in place because i know that the, the concept for brewers co-op is something that you've had around for a little while and it, i mean the process and we're, we're going to get more into it i mean i know a little bit of the story and it's i mean you've you had the idea of way of way before COVID, a little bit before COVID, and then with COVID happening, it kind of pushed everything back. Was the idea when the merger happened that you would do something like the Brewers Co-op, or is that kind of a, a secondhand thought? Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it secondhand, but they they were independent of each other. Okay, we we, we were looking to expand throughout the state, throughout the, the South, like most breweries are, and we're talking to our friends in, in uh, Alabama that also had breweries. They're looking to do the same thing. So I had the idea rather than put. 12 individual breweries in every town is like let's make something that's even bigger even cooler and add breweries to that concept yeah i mean so. i think one of the wise things there is also to pull resources as opposed to snaking each other's business let's take these brands you know good people in avondale are involved yeah. as well that are, have strong um, equity 
in the market that are really respected that do cool things and let's let's bring all those together and then you know eventually bring other breweries you know on a guest co-op yeah. member basis which i think is going to increase variety and you know it, it just shows that it's not a doggy dog world like we can work together yeah, for like sure. I, i've i've learned that doing good in the world and making the world a cooler place and it being good business are not mutually exclusive yeah you can do both of those and, and it was thanks to dan's vision you know because i'm in my little fiefdom in tuscaloosa <laughs> like giving it the old community college try and then you know with that idea and being able to uh, really partner with straight to l it really made a huge difference for us and it's allowed us to flourish even more and you know i never dreamed of being able to be involved in you know such a cool thing as like the co-ops because it just shows working together and it shows you don't always have to be backstabbing buttholes yeah. to each other like you can work together yeah and then what's in like what i'm curious about too is the merger between druid city and straight dale happened 2019 did you see a like a any sort of like increase in just traffic to druid city as far as people in huntsville kind of like oh i've seen this in tuscaloosa or i visited for a game and now i know that like oh and now i can have it in huntsville now like did, did, did the popularity of druid city just increase I mean, I think it did, and I think it went both ways because we had people that were up here that might not have a connection to the university or come to Tuscaloosa for too often. Now they're getting to try our product. And so as, you know, hypothetical, their kid decides to go to Alabama, and they're like, oh, man, I've had that stuff. And so we experienced a, a bump up in business. I mean, frankly, just to have some help behind us to, you know, make the beers, you know, at our brew houses so small, it was hard for us to keep up and satiate the market. And so we definitely saw a bump. And I think it is a two-way street, wouldn't you sure. say, Dan? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. One, one of the coolest things we were able to do is add packaged products to the Druid City line uh, because we're able to brew the, the production beers up here at Straight to L with a larger brew house. Yes. And we got that spread throughout the state and into Mississippi now. Mm -hmm. So it really hit, increased his timeline, right? It mm -hmm. cut down the timeline to get the beers out. Yeah, so – and. I know also like straight tail also kind of merged with salty nut. Can you talk a little bit about that because I think that plays a huge part in this too. Because I mean, salty nuts uh, is 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 one of the five breweries that's kind of within the Brewers Co-op. When did that merger happen with uh, salty nut, and was that around the same time as the Druid City? I, I believe it was a, a good deal after we we started talking to Bo about that, and that that's been a, a process that still <laughs> we're still working through that process. But you know, we've got the tap room right down the road, and once again, we were able to put their beers into uh, distribution throughout the state. Mm -hmm. But it's it's that one's still a work in progress. We're we're still trying to finalize everything and, and keep that identity. Yes. You know, that's with Bo, we, we didn't want to come in and take over and make it straight to L, because straight to L is straight to L. We want to keep these the, the individuality of each brewery in, in our group. Okay. Yeah. And so, that's something I could say is very fair. Like he's given me wide latitude. Like I don't want it like straight to L. I want the vision that you created. Yeah. Um, to be able to flourish and through having some backup there. But also I think there's so much potential with Salty Nut, like I would give my pinky toe for that really awesome courtyard yeah. that they have in the back. And, you know, it has this really great dive bar feel yeah. that, that sort of resonates with me personally. And so, you know, building that back up, starting to feature music over there, we're working on, you know, outside of this cooperative, doing things we're really known for original music and original bands and to be able to maybe get okay you could do two shows you can yeah. play druid city and then you can also play salty nut because of the way straight to l is situated it's not really conducive to a music venue but salty nut is perfect oh, for yeah. a dy it's, it's the best you know and we've had some huntsville vans like drop diver come down and like really rock it out uh, the wanda band that's yes. sort of in between here 
and uh, Florence. And so there's no reason why we can't work together, even on that. I mean, in a little bit outside of the co-op, but still yeah. because of the co-op. And, and I, I think that, that that's the whole thing. And I, I think what's, what's interesting is just how much the craft brewery scene has grown over the years. I mean, and, and you all have been in it since the beginning and kind of been a part of it, probably even, even home brewing before you even opened straight to ale and opened Druid City. And so it's just crazy to see how, like, it was such a hard thing to kind of start and kind of like get it from the ground up was always tough. And now you just see so many more and more breweries kind of working together and kind of having this co- cooperative that's able to brew some incredible beers that wouldn't happen if it wasn't for those people coming together. And I think that's just the cool concept that you've done here. And so you've had this, you move, merge together and uh, you start working on this concept for Brewers Co-op, you start working with Avondale and good people out of Birmingham. Um, when did that first conversation of coming to Stove House initially happen and kind of what did that initial time timeline look like from when you kind of announced or started breaking ground to actually officially opening, which I, I know took quite a while? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were caught up in the whole, the, like everyone else, caught up in COVID and that really stretched our, our timeline way, way out. Uh, it's hard for me to look back and remember how long it actually <laughs> took because there was so many problems trying to build during uh covid yeah i mean we couldn't we waited i think a year for our electrical wow right i mean it was just ridiculous we there's so many things we couldn't get all our restaurant equipment was was extended lead times so we really uh we really got it open as quick as we could but i want to say it took us anybody here about a year and a half something to to build out everything and get us open here and you know, we had conversations uh, with Michael and Jason from good people in Avondale. I wish they were here for this. Yes. They, they could really provide some uh, good good feedback on what we went through. But uh, the idea, they, they immediately liked the idea. They, they wanted to, to be a part of uh, a group. And, and this is just the initial five in the group. The group's going to expand. Okay. We just had to, to get it open. You know, we, we put a lot of money in. We got everything started up here and in Gunnersville. And as we look to expand, we're going to look to add other breweries into the co-op okay. wow. as members and offer more of a variety, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's it's in its initial stages. You know, we're mm-hmm. still working out the, the membership details, and we've got a lot, a lot of cool stuff still to announce on these places. Yeah, because I know you were juggling both this location and the Gunnersville location kind of at the same time. I yeah. mean, I like with, with labor and materials just being so tough, I couldn't imagine being like, one, opening one restaurant and one concept – to then being like, you know, maybe we should open up another concept and let's do it at the exact same time. Well, they, they, they weren't initially uh, all, all at the same time. And actually, we, you know, we're doing an expansion for Druid City at the same time also. Oh, wow. And we're <laughs> adding a kitchen over at Salty Nut. Wow. So we had four projects going at the same same time and just getting contractors and, like I said, all the equipment problems sort of backed everything up so they're all sort of opening together. Yes. The, the next one we hope to open up is uh, Druid City. we got guys down there working today. Wow. Uh, trying trying to put some drywall up and some other stuff. We've got some ACs going on the roof. All that's coming. And then we just lack a little bit of getting Salty Nut. Uh, I don't know if you remember the Anaheim Chili yeah. group. So Scott is over there. He's going to put Anaheim Chili over at Salty Nut. Oh, wow. Nut. That's awesome. So there'll be a, a whole group of uh, new things coming to Hustle, <laughs> which is cool. Well, I mean, it's also a testament to how strong Dan is. Like sometimes, you know, owning a small business, no matter what it is, can be stressful. Uh, but also juggling all these, you yeah. know flaming tennis balls (laughs) all at one time you know it can be really stressful and so i've been really proud and you know i'm not just trying to fluff you here dan like about how strong like he's been i'm having to put out fires and and it's been an inspiration to me to you know 
try to like not let it stress me out. Like we're going to do this. It, you know, it's a little hectic. It's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> but also I think it's for the greater good. And I think that's one thing that we're trying to achieve. Yeah. Like how tough was it for you, Bo, though, since a lot of the projects that were happening besides what's happening at Druid City were happening up in, in, in the Huntsville area. I mean, well, I, I th- traveling was like, <laughs> were you just traveling back and forth all the time to kind of be a part of it? Or did you kind of plan it out? Well, I, I was trying to be a little more laissez-faire and run um druid city to stay to give dan less heartburn of (laughs) of me telling him silly jokes all the time but it was still stressful you know because we had announced that we were going to start working on uh druid city you know in 19 and then obviously covid and the amount of times that i've had to answer well you know when when are these places (laughs) gonna open and i just i've started telling them it's it's like barbecue it's 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 gonna be done when it's done it's gonna be delicious yeah like believe us you're gonna love me i'm a portly man it's gonna (laughs) be great uh and so it was a little stress but it was also you know just knowing that you know dan and everybody is working so hard to make this vision happen you know it's made me proud to be a part of it and then try to do whatever little part that I can do uh, to be there. So in April of uh, April of 2022 was when you officially opened Brewers Co-op. Was the success right off the bat? And I think Thomas can kind of j- j- jump in with this. Is like this brought a, this concept at Stovehouse is is a full sit down restaurant, and it's it's something that Stovehouse didn't have before. Was the success of the opening in April just like super successful right off the bat or did it take a little time to kind of you know get off the ground we were packed right off of the bat um lunches were a big draw especially a lot of businesses in the area and also we have probably the best uh, lunch back of house staff that you could find in the area they are uh well lubed machines (laughs) they know exactly how to get food out on the expo line and onto the floor yeah, I mean, like, in the area around here, I mean, it's it's continuing to grow, and the amount of places that offer sit-down restaurants at lunch is is, is, is far and few between. And yeah. so, like, bringing this to, to, to a concept to Stovehouse that didn't have it, where people thought of it as more of a grab-and-go, people are able to come here now and almost have, like, a lunch meeting. Where it's like, if it's really hot outside, you're not just really going to sit outside and eat. You'll eat something outside and just sweat while you're meeting. Yeah. Like, I'd rather sit in some air conditioning and have a beer and, and then have a meeting. And so right. I, I think that concept and just that vision is, is great for the area itself. It was 113 with the heat index yesterday. So, you know, <laughs> you, you watch this place pack out like a sardine can. Yeah, wow. So, uh, you know, pretty much by 5, 5.30 yesterday, this is just completely packed. Yeah, wow. we, we got some music. great chefs, too, that are doing a great job coming up with menu items and stuff like that. And they're creative and keep adding specials and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm super excited about what y'all are doing here. So the this location, after being open a few months, you actually were able to open up the Gunners location as well. How was the response from the Gunnersville location? As it is, a, it's a completely different experience uh, within the same concept of like what the co-op is meant to be. But the location and the experience you have at that is just a is a complete twist from what this location is at Stowhouse. How was that opening and kind of what was the response in Gunnersville? As Gunnersville is just continuing to boom too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gunnersville is definitely a different monster, but but Marshall County just embraced and is embracing the the co-op down there. I mean, there's not that many choices to to go out and eat and drink and have a good time down there. And that City Harbor development is just so great yeah. that uh, pe- people are just going nuts for that place down there. It's It's been terrific response. Uh, they're, they're keeping up. Uh, our staff's keeping up, but just barely down there. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's summertime. Everybody's yes. on the lake. You can pull your boat right up, get out with your group, come have lunch. Uh, it's, it's, it's a cool concept down there for sure. 
I mean, it's it's crazy just to hear about the journey it took to open the co-op as well as y'all's journey leading up to the co-op. Looking at this entrepreneurial journey that you both have had, how much of your success would you contribute to being in the right place at the right time? And how much would you contribute to your hard work? Uh, wow, that's a tough question. Uh, obviously, the, the work, any small business owner, the work is just so, uh, so much. You just have to dive into it. It has to become your life. Mm-hmm. And it's been my life for the last 15 years, right? Wow. But... We were in the right place at the right time. We were in, in a brand new craft beer market, really. Uh, people didn't know that much about craft beer uh, that was made in town, right? Old Town had just opened and they mm-hmm. were struggling. And, and we were we wanted to introduce people to, you know, full-flavored craft beer. And we hit it just, just at the right time as craft beer was exploding. And you know, we get a lot of transplants here that, you know, knew, knew about the beer. So it just, it just went insane it was it was supposed to be like a weekend project we went in <laughs> and worked on the weekends and quickly we realized well this could be a full-time business and i left my engineering position and i went and uh started this thing full-time and it's, it's just continued to grow up till now so yeah i mean for us it was something that seeing the success that uh dan had at straight to l and the guys are good people i mean it proved that really good beer didn't have to be a, a pacific northwest thing or a New England thing like that we could make. And even before that, people like Terrapin. Oh, like yeah. showing that the South has the ability to make these amazing craft beers. I know for me and one of my partners, Elliot, we decided, um, we, we went from driveway uh, to our present location that we were worried that somebody would want to open up a brewery that just capitalized on the fact that it was a college town and not be engaged in our community. And I think that's, something that is very important right a a craft brewery is a great way to have a flag pointed of a product that your community can be proud of your community engagement you know however you do that that only makes your community stronger i mean and i think that all dovetails back into you know the co-op thing like okay we're doing these things to make our community stronger let's do something together that's going to make all of us stronger yeah and i think i mean the, the locations of the of the co-op being in huntsville in a growing city with a lot of people that travel to huntsville for work they get to experience a ton of what the state has to offer in one spot yeah which i think is like it's the incredible thing because i think it, it opens up the eyes of like hey like, there's more here than what meets the eye like i think the whole like the whole cliche thing of the podcast like it, it, there's much more beyond the rocket that's here like you have to like if and you're making it a lot easier now to to find these places before you kind of had to dig and dig and dive and try to find these now it's it's like you come to like where should i go eat today stovehouse well like mm-hmm. what's brewers co-op okay well there's this this and this well there's five breweries from the state like that's just crazy and so that like i think that the timing is very important but like i think without you both y'all's hard work at the right time i don't think this would be as success as successful as it is um look i think what's like the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey is, is, is a crazy thing. And I think what's interesting to me is most people would be complacent and be okay with the idea of opening up one brewery. Yeah. The idea that like, hey, I have this one successful brewery. It's done really well. I've done well. Let's, like, let's not do any more. Let, let's just make this the best it can be. But both of you have decided that one's not enough. And so you're just continuing to open and be a part of more and more things. Does, is that entrepreneurial mindset something you've always had? Or is that something you think you've had to develop over the years? You know, I think I've always had it. I always did projects and, and, and tried to start businesses growing up and that kind of thing. So it's always something I enjoyed and wanted to do. And when, once you get started, you know, and, and if you invest a lot, like we've got some really large equipment over there, 
part of it is just, you know what? Those things need to be full. Every tank needs to be full all the time. Mm-hmm. So I have to find outlets for our beers. So that that's another thing in this thing is you have more outlets for your beers than you can keep your tanks full. <laughs> and if your tanks are full, you're making a profit. So You know, and I come from a uh, background of playing in bands and being a, running a podcast and being, you know, sort of community-minded. And so, yeah, I, I always wanted to do something and I always – Worked really hard, you know, I would be tipping bar by day and <laughs> running a kitchen by night and just uh, juggling all these things. Um, but then I found that I could uh, quit doing three jobs and just do one job for the amount of hours of three jobs. <laughs> oh, but at a business with much more worry. Yes. But, you know, I've gotten much more zen about it. And, you know, like I said, I think the partnership and the beautiful co-ops, you know, Help me deal with that and to be a part of uh, the team. Go team! <laughs> and uh, You say team, but team is one of the biggest reasons we're doing this because without the teams that we have in place in these different locations, there's no way we could do this. I put a lot of hours in. My team members put in a lot of hours working directly with all the customers, <laughs> all the employees. So so with, without the good teams that we have here in Gunnersville and down at Druid, there's no way we, we could do this individually. Thinking about all the advice and the mentor and the, and the mentorship you've gotten over the years, what is one piece of advice that you'd give to someone who's listening right now that wants to start their own business? Don't start a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to decide if I need to make a joke or not, and so I'll, I'll, I'll just be yeah. Well, no, no, okay. mine would have been worse. Uh, you know, to really know that once again, uh, I talked about it earlier, but doing good in the world and it being good business are not mutually exclusive. You can do both of those things and you can affect positive change in the world, even if it's small changes and bringing people together uh, that have a vision of creativity, whether it's the kitchen back there with the menu that's constantly involved, whether it's the beer that uh, Dan and his staff are making, we're making at Druid City or good people Avondale or when we have guest members of the co-op, you know, having that. And I know it's going to sound cheesy AF (laughs) synergy. Uh, you know, to like be able to feed off each other and to learn from each other, you know, that's a lifelong thing. And so I think that would be like, don't be afraid to do good in the world, but also you can do good business. Yeah. And I, I think the, the, the comment you made about like, it's you, you, being willing to learn forever. Like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And so you got to continue to learn and continue to develop because things are changing. And like someone that comes in as, as a guest to brew something might do a, a, might do it this way that you've never seen before. Oh, well, there's so many ways to skin a cat when it comes to brewing. I've learned like there's so many different you're, you're achieving the same end goal of how you extract the sugars from the grains and all that. But then it's like, huh, <laughs> I never thought about that. That's such an easier thing. And that's why my favorite part of old beer fest was. Being able to stand behind the tents with the other guys and talk shop. And so this just takes that to the next level because we're actually together and all a part of something as yeah. opposed to drinking too much beer behind <laughs> a, a tent at a festival. So, And it, it, it brings the community together, like you said, because, I mean, I the amount of times that I travel to a city or anywhere out of, out of, out of Huntsville, out of Alabama, the first thing that I look at is what breweries are nearby. Yeah. And then I go from the breweries to what restaurants are nearby. And mm-hmm. then from the, like, it, it, it's just a continuing effect. And I think it's continuing, I think with what the, the, what the Brewers Co-op is doing in Huntsville and what it's doing in Guntersville is making people more aware of craft beer. And when they're more aware of craft beer, they're able to support these local communities when they travel as well as their own local community wherever they're from. And I think that's just the incredible thing. For those that are listening right now and, and they want to connect with the co-op, they want to support you in what you do and they want to visit, where can they find you on social media? Where can they find you online? And how can they stop by? 
brewerscooperative.com. You can uh, hit us up on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, stay tuned for stories. We have an excellent marketing team. Check out some of the food that we got on special. Swear to God, this fried green tomato BLT is the greatest sandwich I have ever <laughs> had in my life. Pair that with a Mediterranean pasta salad and a uh, in-house co-op velvet stout tiramisu with a mascarpone frosting. It's to die for. Perfect. And Cheese have, and rice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you have to remember, like, you're going to find staple beers from our five breweries. Uh, when you walk through these doors, but you're also going to find beers that you're not going to be able to find anywhere else. Yeah. And I think that's the most exciting thing is like each, each, each brewery gives each co-op gives you a taste of the, bre- the breweries that are located within there, as well as a variety of beers that are just specific to that co-op itself, as well as like you said, stuff you can't get anywhere else, which I think is incredible. Um, well, I mean, we all are our own beautiful unicorns. <laughs> uh, of what we bring to the table as far as styles and everything. I mean, and for Druid city, you know, you can, Google Druid City. It's cool. Uh, but no, uh, we're at Druid City on Twitter. Our Instagram is at Druid City Brewing Co. We try to get really fun and spunky on there and make it not just like, here's a beer, here's a beer. There'll be a picture of me doing something completely absurd, um, which, you know, it's for the people. Um, but yeah, um, you can reach out to us also. We're very receptive of any of the messaging ways you could find us whether that's direct messages through instagram facebook any of that biz you can email me at bo at druidcitybrewing.com i'll send you an affirmation and a funny joke perfect well uh thank you so much uh, for sitting down and talking with me today it's been great learning more about the co-op as well as y'all's journey individually prior to the co-op and i continue to, i continue to look forward to the success that the brewers co-op will have in huntsville and gunnersville for years to come yeah, thank you very much. We appreciate you coming out and talking with us uh, and trying to get the word out because a lot of people don't know we're here yet. So we want to make sure everybody knows we got beer, food, we've got wine, we've got spirits, we've got everything uh, you could want right here. Yeah, so, so stop on by at the Stovehouse location in Huntsville or, at, or at, at their location in Gunnersville as well. All right, cool beans. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Now, now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Rockets. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and on YouTube at Beyond Rockets. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date with new episodes as they are released. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed.